You're listening to the Run Pass Option with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. We talk sports because we know sports. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of the Run Pass Option with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holiday. I am Doc Holiday, and you don't see Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce because I'm rolling solo again. And you don't hear him either because I'm rolling solo again. Because I had to jump on here and do a post-game episode because the Boston Celtics just took care of the Miami Heat in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Boston wins the ball game 196, which means the Boston Celtics are headed back to the NBA Finals. They will face the Golden State Warriors. The NBA Finals getting started in San Francisco on Thursday, but we got to talk about Game 7. Boston going to Miami. Miami, the number one seed in the East. The Boston Celtics, the number two seed in the East. Uh, The Boston Celtics let Miami beat them in Game 6 in Boston. So Boston had to go back down to Miami and face not only the Miami Heat, they had to face that dude, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler gave... I call Butler Buckets. He gave uh, the Boston Celtics 47 in game six in Boston. So, of course, Jimmy Butler coming back to the MIA, to South Beach, to the FLA, to Dade County, trying to wield his team past the Boston Celtics onto the NBA Finals. But Jimmy Buckets, he couldn't do it, even though he had an outstanding ball game. Jimmy Butler went loose. He won loco. He won crazy. Once again, Jimmy Butler finishing the ball game with 35 points, nine rebounds. He had 24 points at halftime. Jimmy Butler had 18 points in the second quarter because Boston came out and they was all on top of Miami's head from opening tip really till the last tip to the last buzzer went off. But Jimmy Buckets came to ball. But the thing about it, he got a little help from Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo. 25 points, 11 boards, but Jimmy needed more help than that. And Jimmy played all 48 minutes. Now, I'm going I'm going to get on Boston because they did win the ball game, and their two superstars did what they were supposed to do, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. But you got to give Jimmy Butler all the props in the world because he is the main reason the Miami Heat were even in this situation. Now, we know he scored 47 points in game six. Game seven, he scored 35 points and nine rebounds, but in games four and five, he had a total of 18 points, 19 points or something like that because of these sorters. But, the last, but these last two games, Jimmy Butler showed why he is a superstar in the NBA because he did everything that he could. Now, Boston Celtics controlled this ball game. For one, they were playing great defense. They played with energy on defense. First-year head coach, Ime Udoka, you got to give shot a shout-out and a salute and a clap-clap to that brother. He did everything he could to get his team prepared to play, and they were prepared to play, and they listened to his game plan because his game plan was, look, for Boston to play fast, to push it up the court on offense and get back quickly on defense, and that's what they did. They did a lot of switching on defense, And the thing about the Boston Celtics, they got height, they got length, they have athleticism, so they can switch pretty much on all players. You can have Jason Tatum down there trying to guard Bam Adebayo because that's how versatile the Boston Celtics are, and that has a lot to do with their head coach getting them prepared and their head coach, Ime Udoka, having the respect of those players to listen to him. So he had his squad ready to play to take on the Miami Heat squad 
which he knew that Jimmy Butler was going to come out like a lion. And Jimmy Butler came out like a lion. And he did everything that he could. And Jimmy Butler is not the most athletic dude. But he has worked his way into becoming a superstar. Because dude just knows how to get buckets. He knows how to get buckets. Now Miami Heat had to fight back and battle back because after the first quarter, I think they were down 32 to 17. Then they made a little run in the second quarter. Jimmy Butler having 18 points in that second quarter. Cut that lead at halftime, but then Boston starts the third quarter. Balling the way they were balling. Then in the fourth quarter, they got up again, but Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat made the game interesting because now at the half, Boston was up 55 to 49. That's because the Heat ended the second quarter on an 11-2 run, thanks to Jimmy Butler. 18 points, like I said, in that second quarter, 24 points at half. Celtics were up 15 after the first quarter. So it looked like they were trying to run away from Miami. But, of course, this is Miami, the number one seed in the East, one of the best players in the NBA. They made that run, so they cut that deficit to six at halftime. But Boston continued to fight off the Miami Heat every time they made a little run. But Miami, the Miami made a nice little run in the fourth quarter because it looked like the game was over. With 335 left in the ball game, the Celtics were up 98 to 85. And it looks like they were about to close the door on the Heat. The Heat said, nope. Not this time. We ain't about to do it. The Celtics go on a night. The Celtics went on an 11 and 0 run. They went on an 11 and 0 run. They had a chance to tie the ball game up. 16 seconds. The Heat were down 98 to 96. 98 to 96. And Jimmy Buck has got the ball in transition, pushed it up the court. He had Al Horford in front of him. Now, he was fast-breaking towards Al Horford. Al Horford was in his defensive position. He was in his back pedal. So he was getting ready to protect the rim at all costs. Now, Jimmy Butler could have driven on Al Horford and probably got to the rack, but you never know because Al Horford, he's a good shot blocker. He had already uh, denied a cat, a dunk early in the game. So it wasn't a guarantee that Jimmy Buckets wasn't going to be able to get past Al Horford and get a shot up without it getting blocked. So Jimmy Butler made the decision instead of, driving Al Horford to the rack and going to the rack. He made a decision with this team down two with 16 seconds left in the transition one-on-one. -on -one, he made the decision to pull up for a three. It ended up being an open three because Al Horford was back in his back pedal. And Jimmy Butler gave him this. Al Horford backed up a little more. Jimmy Butler raised up, got a clean open look at it. He just missed it. He just missed it. Now, some people say, Damn, that's a bad shot. He, he should have he he driven at Al Horford. I say it wasn't a bad shot. I say it was a great shot because he ended up getting, uh, getting a wide open, clean look. He just missed it. And it's Jimmy Buckets. His ass was like, I'm finna win the game right here. And it, it wasn't necessarily he was going to lose it. They were down two. But they had the momentum. He was balling. And if anybody has the ability and the freedom to take a shot like that for the Miami Heat, they win or lose with their shot, it was Jimmy Butler. So whatever decision he made, he made or he makes, he deserves to make that decision. He decided to shoot a three. It was an open look. He got a wide open look. He's just not a great three-point shooter. And it didn't go down. Miami get the ball, and they, they get the ball, they get the rebound, they hold on for a 196 win. So now they're headed to the NBA Finals. And the big reason they headed to the NBA Finals is because they're two young superstars balled out.
Jason Tatum ends the ball game, 26 points, 10 rebounds, six assists, four of seven from three-point range. He came up and knocked down big shots when they needed him to knock down big shots. Jalen Brown, 24 points, 8 of 15 from the field. He knocked down big shots when they needed him to knock down big shots. And Marcus Smart, the point guard, 24 points, 9 rebounds, 8 of 22 from the field, 3 for 10 from three-point range. Marcus Smart almost shot them out the ball game. I still don't have any idea why Marcus Smart was taking so many damn threes because that's not his ball game. That's not his game. Marcus Smart, the defensive player of the year, he almost cost the Celtics that ball game by, by that ball game by taking those three-pointers and untimely three-pointers at that. And he's not a three-point shooter, and he just kept missing them and missing them. And I think he talked, he he took Boston's last five shots, which that's never happened with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown being on the team. And Marcus Smart's not an offensive guy. But despite that, the Boston Celtics still win. And the reason another reason they won is Al Horford. Now, Al Horford just had five points. But he pulled down 14 rebounds, and the rebounds he pulled down were huge rebounds. Some of them offensive rebounds, giving his team an extra opportunity on trips down the court to get buckets. He was hustling. They call him the old man because he's been around forever, and he's finally making the NBA Finals for the first time in his long career. But Al Horford had himself a ball game. Five points, like I said, just five. But those 14 rebounds were huge, and the defense he provided was huge, and the leadership and the energy he provided and the confidence he instilled in those young players being that veteran out there. All those things, all those intangibles, huge. And because of that, Boston is headed to the NBA Finals, and the Heat are headed to an offseason. Now, Bam Adebayo played up. He played a good game in this game, 25 points, 11 rebounds, but this really was not a good series for him. And Jimmy going to have to get some help down there. I wouldn't be surprised if Bam Adebayo gets his ass packaged right up out of Miami to get another score, another dog with Jimmy Butler because uh, Bam Adebayo didn't show himself to be a dog in this Eastern Conference Finals. He didn't. He didn't because most of the time when Robert Williams III for, for Boston was out there, Bam Adebayo was ineffective. And when Robert Williams III is out there playing for the Boston Celtics, Boston is an entirely different team because big dude be out there patrolling the paint, blocking shots, grabbing rebounds, being physical with any big man in the paint. So I'm looking forward to how he and Kevon Looney plays because Robert Williams III is a role player. He plays defense, gets rebounds, wants to block shots. Kevon Looney, he plays defense and gets rebounds. Not a great shot blocker because he can't jump that high, but looking forward to that matchup of those role players. But got to give it up. Got to give it up. Got to give it up to the Boston Celtics for making the NBA Finals. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown finally getting over the hump. I think this is Jason Tatum's third NBA Finals. Jalen Brown's fourth. Not NBA Finals. Jason Tatum's third Eastern Conference Finals. Jalen Brown's fourth Eastern Conference Finals. And their first time making it to the NBA Finals. So they finally got over their hump, and now they got to face those Golden State Warriors. But once again, salute to Jimmy Butler. Dude played all 48 min minutes. He played all 48 minutes. Now, that last shot, he took that three. And people that know me, that listen to me, I watched Screaming A. Smith, and I watched some of these national media analysts because I criticize the criticizers. They get paid to break down athletic performance by athletes, so I don't get paid to do it, but I, do, but I break down their performances on that show. And Screaming A. Smith said one of the worst damn takes I've ever heard in my life. He said Jimmy Butler took that three instead of driving at Al Horford to get a, a, a layup. He said 
Jimmy Butler took that three because Jimmy Butler felt like he didn't have anything left and he didn't want to go into overtime. Man, that's absolutely, that's idiotic. There's no way in the hell Jimmy Butler was thinking, man, let me shoot this three because I'm tired. I don't want to go to overtime. Man, this dude is a well-conditioned, top-notch athlete, even though he played the whole game. Top-notch superstar athletes, they can dig down deep and give you something extra in overtime. That was crazy as hell for him to for him to even be thinking. Jimmy Butler is thinking, I didn't got this ball. Damn, I'm tired. So I'm so tired, instead of driving, taking Al Horford to the rack where I can possibly draw a foul and catch my breath while I'm on the free throw line if he fouls me. I'm so tired, I'm going to use my tired legs to pull up for a three-pointer and, and it might be short. Man, get that. Come on, man. That didn't make any sense at all. But that's what Screaming A. Smith does. He rarely makes sense because he doesn't break down basketball because he doesn't know basketball. He's not an analyst. He's just a personality. He's a character. He just screams, screams, screams. But to me, that was disrespectful to Jimmy Butler saying that Jimmy Butler said, I don't want to go to overtime. I'm because, because I'm tired. So I'm going to shoot a three. No, he shot the three because it was a good shot to me. He was wide open. Al Horford was getting ready to, to defend that rim. So he raised up on him and he was wide open. He just missed it. But salute to the Miami Heat. Great season for them. Salute to you, Jimmy Butler, because you played like the lion you are, man. Most, a lot of this series you played hurt with the knee soreness, but you came out there and toughed it out and you balled out anyway. But these last two games, bro, you did your thing, man. Salute to you. You just didn't get a lot of help. Kyle Lowry, 15 points, but he was just 4 of 12 from the field. One of six and three-point range. He a little bit out of shape, which I can't blame him because he's been dealing with a hamstring. And if anybody's ever pulled a muscle, you really can't condition too much. I like Kyle Lowry, but he looks like he always got a piece of candy on him. <laughs> I like Kyle Lowry, but he's always like, hey, bro, I'm, you don't even know him, but hey, bro, give me, let me get a piece of candy. Man, how you know I got a piece of candy on him? You just look like the type that keeps candy on him. But, you know, he probably look heavier than he want, wants to be, but I can't blame him for that. He's been dealing with a hamstring, man. So when you're dealing with them torn muscles, those pulled muscles, you really can't condition at all because you got to lay off of them, lay off of them in order to uh, let them heal. But salute to Boston head coach, first year head coach once again, Ime Udoka. Got his team to the got his team to the NBA Finals. Something the previous head coach couldn't do, Brad Stevens. He would get him to the NBA, to the Eastern Conference Finals, but he couldn't get him over the hump. So Emay comes in and gets him over the hump. And dealing with adversity he dealt with in, a, in earlier this season when they were struggling and the people were saying, break the team up. Kendrick Perkins was the main one who works for the he, – he's a Boston Celtics part of their local broadcast team. He was saying, break the team up in January. But now he's screaming, bean town forever or whatever, man. But anyway, I, 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 I leave Twitter for me getting on them dudes' heads. But both teams just played eight players, real tight rotation. And the Boston Celtics came out on top. Ime, Ime Udoka came out on top. Out coached Eric Spolster in a game seven. They keep talking about the heat, heat way. He ain't won a damn NBA championship since 2013. When they had one of the best players to ever play. But you know. Hey. When they had LeBron and D-Wade and Chris Bosch. They were supposed to won 
the first two he had D Wade. So I don't know what the heat way is. The heat way is having a superstar to help you win championships. But anyway, salute to the Boston Celtics, 100 to 96 winners over the Miami Heat in game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. Jason Tatum getting the first ever Larry Bird Eastern Conference Finals MVP award. The Eastern Conference Finals MVP trophy named after Larry Bird. The Western Conference Finals MVP trophy named after Magic Johnson, rightfully so, because those two dudes saved the NBA in the 1980s. So the first ever Larry Bird Eastern Conference Finals MVP trophy goes to Jason Tatum. And the first ever Western Conference Finals MVP trophy went to Steph Curry. So now we're going to have a light, bright fight. Those two light-skinned brothers are going to be going at it because both of them are ballers and both of them are hoopers, and I can't wait to see it. But thank you all for listening. If you haven't already, make sure you follow the Run Pass option on all the podcast platforms. And if you don't know, make sure you go to YouTube and follow my show, my talk show, the Doc Holiday Show, right there. And make sure you subscribe to the Run Pass option YouTube channel that you're going to be watching this on. But make sure you tell people about it. Like, share, and subscribe. Run Pass option podcast on all podcast platforms. Make sure you like and subscribe and share the Run Pass option YouTube channel. And make sure you like, subscribe, uh, share the Doc Holiday Show YouTube channel. Thank you for listening. That's going to do it for another great episode. I hope it was great. Of the Run Pass option with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce, who's not here. And me, myself, and I, Doc Holiday. Until next time, I'm out. (laughs) 